Hello and welcome back to the FPL Conservatory, your one-stop shop pod for everything fantasy football in the 1920 season. I'm going to run for everyone in the conservatory this afternoon. Hello, Jordan. Oh, I thought I'd just leave it like everyone else has. So, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I thought you'd actually gone. And I was just doing a one-man pod. <laughs> I was tempted, but no. <laughs> and that is all that's in the conservatory this afternoon. Mason um, is doing something that I can't say online. Um, not like gay sex or nothing, but... Uh, no, I can't start that. I can't say that, can I? Uh, you, well, I know, you said you can't say it, so I don't know. <laughs> Perry's um, said he was going to be 10 minutes, 20 minutes ago. And Joe's bedtime was 10, uh, so it's four minutes past 10 and he can't make it for some reason. So me and Jordan are going to crack on with the review for game week five coming up. The game weeks are flying past Jordan at the moment. How are you feeling the season's gone so far? Uh, well, it's gone all right so far. I've been sticking in the middle, been easy going. I think it's a solid start, but I need to start picking up a few more points, really. Um, I think everyone's sort of now figured out who the good players to have are and who's suddenly, you know, not actually going to take off like we thought this year. Yeah, I was going to say, do you think then that the way this season starts is starting to pan out, particularly over the first four weeks, obviously gives an indication of the next four weeks, but before the season started, everyone had a concrete idea that the season was going to go all the way to defenders, City and Liverpool defenders. Do you know what I mean? Are you surprised with the way the season's gone so far? Yeah, I am. I mean, if you looked at last season, obviously, I don't know if it was a standout year or if it just the way it panned out, but they both seem to just have clean sheet after clean sheet after clean sheet. You had to have them in. They've got loads of assists, all those the wingers. Uh, and yeah, it doesn't seem to have worked out. Most teams have let in. I mean, every weekend it seems to be the only team which cleans a clean sheet is some random mid-table team and everyone else wins 2-1 or 3-2 or something. So it's it's been strange. Yeah, what I find as well is that okay, these players like Mason, for example, they're doubling up on the City and the Liverpool. But um, so City and Liverpool both got a clean sheet, I think, first time this season. Mason obviously cashed in all the points, but they were all they were lower league teams. Um, mm. <clears throat> for example, Crystal Palace, uh, West Ham, who other who also picked up clean sheets. So when you when you're like not going heavy on the defence. Your defence isn't usually made up of your West Ham's, your Palace, Kelly, for example. And so you end up getting them clean sheet points anyway that Mason got for Van Dijk and Zinchenko, for example. Yeah. Well, I think it's it's that sort of... I feel I do it every year, but there's always that, oh, there's that defender you've got to have, like Alonso last year. Oh, you've got to have Alonso. He's going to get loads of points. And you end up spending all your money on these expensive defenders and rarely do they do it two years in a row, if you know what I mean. They don't get enough points to make it worth it. And then you suddenly got no money elsewhere. You're too thin. You've got to try and pick up those sort of surprising players. Like last year, uh, Alexander-Arnold, who was only 5 million, I think he was. Um, you've got to find those players like that that are going to consistently get you points, but are sort of new to the league almost. Yeah, no, it makes sense. I just want to ask you, bro, briefly as well, your thoughts on uh, the season's uh, performances for Zuma. Do you want me to leave this 
Like, when they let you do it on your own. Please. Because I'm just going to go through the, the stories <laughs> that he's contributed so far. And I just wanted to say that Zuma was in my... Anything. You don't need to even read anything out. He's computed. Fuck all. Zuma was in my, was in my team the day, be- the day before the game week one deadline and I took him out. And he has so far returned minus one, two, one. Minus one. <laughs> he must be the only defender in history to get two minus ones in the first four weeks. Right, honestly, I'm going to Stanford Bridge in ne- not this Saturday, the uh, Saturday, Sunday after, uh, to watch the Liverpool game. And I think I might, for the first time in my life, boo a Chelsea player. Like, every time he gets <laughs> on the ball, I'm just going to boo him. He's a prick. Uh, he was that player that you know. Oh, I've got a bit of spare money. I'm going to spend it on him. And I uh, no, it just annoys me. Yeah, but do you know what it was? He, he's obviously gone down in price now. But five mil for yeah, a Chelsea. De- yeah, four point nine now. <laughs> so five mil for a Chelsea defender was like fuck. If Chelsea start off, obviously they're a top six side. Five mil defender. I don't think there are any other five mil defenders apart from like Kevin Walker Peters, Walker Peters, whatever his name is. Kevin mm. Walker Peters. Fuck's that. Um, Brother. yeah I actually swapped out Zuma for Kevin Walker-Peters which actually worked out alright but that's just me um, just looking at your team Jordan Wan-Bissaka looks to be injured going into the new game week have you just assessed that at all uh, well I've been toying with a wild card if I'm honest so uh, nothing has been done because I haven't quite brought myself to the courage of doing it that's but obviously here, he'd, be, yeah. he'd be gone Um but there's quite a few other little bits of deadwood that would also be gone. But I'm sort of thinking maybe I can stick it out for a little bit longer. But yeah, Wambastaka, I'm just sort of thinking maybe Van Arnholt. I don't know. They seem to be in good form. Like we said, I think recently that, well, Perry said recently, obviously he's the savant when it comes to bloody Crystal Palace and Ayu and whatever. They've actually got good form this year. So I'm looking at him. I've put in Peters for... Zuma, so I've got a bit of spare cash as well. Oh, you got rid of Zuma, did you? Yeah, no, I got rid of him at the end of last game where I couldn't handle him anymore. He was, he was, I'm trying to think of a good metaphor, but he was just like a piece of shit on my plate, so I got rid of him. <laughs> well, I thought, um, yeah, but well, you've obviously just got in before his price declined then because he's now 4.9, and that would have been a ball ache to, to try and get him out. Yeah, yeah, um, and I've got. I'm just trying to find here on the Reddit Fantasy PL uh, subreddit the fallers and the risers for today. Um, fallers are Delafeu, uh, Duffy, Trezeguet, and Zande Silva. So no risers and no main fallers. I have Zande Silva as well. So great. Well, the reason why I was gonna just, I was just checking that is the most transferred out player this game week is Wambasaka. Three hundred thousand transferred out so I'm wondering if he's going to slip to 5.4 and then be struggled to to swap him out like for like as well I'm, I'm honest I'm, this podcast making me realise that it's not looking very good in Bukake land <laughs> I keep forgetting the national name <laughs> Bukake FC is just absolutely yeah. fantastic <laughs> very proud of it um, let's just have a look at the top transfers out during the uh, international period. So, like I say, one was top. Next, it's Rashford, um, which is surprising to me, but he's not injured or anything. Um, are you surprised at that? Uh, I mean, he got I mean, a couple I of goals against not, Chelsea. Yeah, I mean, he's. I think there's just better options out there, isn't it? It's that 
it's, it's that thing of United, you know, they're not looking great. And I think there's other people who are going to go in for Abraham and they're going to go for Pukki. But, you know, yeah, I think, I think that's what they're going to do. Um, and obviously a lot of people are putting in James now as well. And I think people might be, you know, don't want to double up maybe on that Rashford and putting in James instead of him as a United forward option. He's a bit cheaper, isn't he? Yeah, no, I think um, well, I'll come on to James in, in a minute. Uh, Laporte, he was also third most transferred out, but he looks to have picked up some injury. Um, so, injury yeah, does that mean then that either Stones or Otamendi is going to become number one choice for them? Because I think Stones is quite cheap. Uh, I guess it must do, because they've, well, they've only got three defenders, three centre-backs, and obviously there's talk of Fernandinho, but um, I mean, you'd assume that those two will be the first choice centre-backs You'd assume so, yeah. I saw an article, and I don't. I think it was maybe Guardian, or it's probably fucking Garth Crooks, to be honest. But he was saying that uh, uh, Kyle Walker might play centre back, and then they bring that Cancelo to play right back. I'm sure Garth Crooks thinks that um, Kyle Walker is the best defender ever after that goal line clearance a few weeks ago. That's all he's seen, just a highlight. That's true. Um. The fourth most transferred out, Martial. So you've got Wan Bissaka, Rashford. And Marshall, three out of the top four United players, all transferred out. It's interesting, the people ditching United early. Yeah, I mean, they've not been too bad, I don't think. They've not got great results, but... I think what it comes down to is, is based on fixtures, because if people are assuming, right, I'm getting them in for Palace and Southampton, and if they blank in them two games, it's like, well, fuck them. Like, do you know what I mean? Just yeah. absolutely get them out. There's no patience. There's no long-term game that in maybe in the next game against, I don't know, Leicester, that he's going to get two and make up for it. Um, yeah. And then, surprisingly, the fifth top transferred out this game week is Pookie. I think it's a lot of people. He's had one bad game week and they're sacking him off because he's got City next, haven't they? Yeah, you probably would be doing a straight swap for for someone. I don't know who. But then sticking out after this, he's then got Burnley, Crystal Palace, Villa and Bournemouth. Yeah, it looks good for him. Yeah, it's not terrible fixtures. I'll probably get him out after that, but those four look quite good. So Yeah, I'm sure all this sort of mad transferring in and out is going to die down at some point. Yeah. But then you look at who's the top transferred in and it's Tammy Abraham. So mm, Nearly half a million. Huh? Nearly half a million. Yeah. I just don't. I me Abraham, man. Like you know, don't get me wrong. Four goals in two games, but I just. I still don't think he's going to be first choice all the time. That's the thing. I mean, we've got Wolves away and then Liverpool at home. They are two incredibly tough fixtures. I mean, Chelsea. I'm not being funny. Could be near the relegation zone after them two games. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, we've not. Defensively, we've been pretty shocking. So, and, you know, see, Wolves love to play against a top team. They just counter-attack. Yep. You can see we got ripped apart, even, you know, by, by Leicester on the counter, by Norwich. everyone on the counter. We, we control the ball really well, but you give, we give space. So, yeah, I can I can see everyone beating us. But after them two games, we've got Brighton, Southampton, Newcastle, Burnley, Watford, Palace. I mean, them six games, man. If, if Abraham is still starting the next two games, he's going to be really tempting for me just for them four or five fixtures because they're some like proper tasty fixtures. Yeah, no, they're, they're nice as well. I mean, you've got home games as well in there that look nice, don't you? Yeah, and I, but on the contrary, I've got Mount. So am I really going to double up on Abraham and Mount? Yeah, it's not as... There's better options out there, isn't there, really, than doubling up on those two. You want to split it, surely. 
Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, second most transferred in, James. Now, I'll be honest, I have transferred in the man. Um, I did it last night. I was holding off. I was like you. I was debating the wild card. I was thinking, right, my team is not looking good on paper, man. Like, I, I mm. want to get Aguero in so badly because he is just on absolute fire. So then I was like, right, am I going to take a minus four? And then Kevin Walker-Peters got injured or whatever. Well, I kept saying Kevin Walker-Peters. Kyle Walker -Peters. Is at this point, Kyle Walker Peters got injured and now he's gone down to 4.9, which has fucked me, bro. Because now I that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah, so what I ended up doing was getting rid of Perez, who didn't start the last game, and put Daniel James in because James obviously scored for Wales, just looks in really good form. Yeah, he does. He, he just, I mean, he's been booked for diving as well, he's been unlucky. He probably should have had it, you know, an assist for a penalty that should have been given as well. Um, I think. Rashford and uh, Rashford missed that pen that he won as well, didn't he? So yeah, so it would have been another a lot of nice points in there. He, he looks good, dangerous. He cuts inside really. I don't know if you saw the goal he scored. Yeah, uh, but he, he just cut inside and curled it top corner. It wasn't you know like a tapping or anything. It was a goal that you know happened. Yeah, really yeah, it was really really good goal. Mm. Um, okay, so should we get into some of these fixtures then? Yeah, go on in. Let's go for it. So let's have a look here. Okay, so this Saturday, the early kickoff is Liverpool at home to Newcastle. Now, I don't know about you, Jordan, but Salah is my captain. Um, um, I've gone Sterling, actually. You've got Sterling? Yeah, I've gone for Sterling, but it's open to change. Let's put it that way. I'll tell you what, I had Sterling because not your in the last podcast I said I had Sterling because Norwich looked really, really bad at the back. But yeah. I don't think Salah played any international games, did he? So You're not. Well, I don't think Egypt didn't have any games, did they? Like it was just Euros, wasn't it? Uh, I don't know. I thought everyone should have a look. Uh... No, because there were some players like um let's have a look. Egypt results I couldn't be made to look a fool here but I mean it's quite actually hard to look up the Egypt yeah I team. thought it was just going to come up Aeros but... yeah so the last game they played was on the 6th of July where they lost 1-0 to South Africa in the African Cup of Nations so Salah is look going to be surely fresh for two weeks at home to Newcastle do you know what I mean can you ask me again who my captain is who's your captain hey, it's Salah mate <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean that's the only logical reason I came to I mean don't get me wrong Sterling could get three goals he got two goals and four assists was it in the international break I mean that is fucking out of hand really but yeah no. but mind you did play Kosovo yeah that is true well, actually they've got eight points in the group I didn't quite realise I thought they were just another Azerbaijan no man they're unbeaten in I, I don't think they're unbeaten in 18 months but they've only been playing like Luxembourg and shit yeah because they, they weren't allowed to play um, proper games as well for a long time were they yeah. only just in the last sort of few years been recognised by FIFA <laughs> um, but just talking on that I think you know that old saying though never captain someone in the early kickoff. like he Jay, never seems to come... Yeah? You ask me again who my captain is. Jordan, who's your captain this week? I think it's Sterling, actually. <laughs> I think it's Mount. Oh, Mason uh, Pookie. 
could. City away. Yeah, never know. Now, saying that, City probably will concede now they've not got Laporte. But... Yeah, but watch Pookie get a brace and I'll just go, oh, fuck. Okay, so we're in agreement. Are we in agreement that Salah's going to be the captain? Or yeah, are you still subject nah, to change? It's going to have to be, isn't it, really? Um, Newcastle pretty poor and, like you say, he's been rested, so he should be good to go. Yeah, I think we can agree on that. Have you got any other Liverpool and Newcastle players? I've got Robertson. Um, and obviously, I don't have a Newcastle player. Robertson oh, decreased in price, if my memory serves. He did, but to be honest, I'm not too worried because I wasn't going to take him out. Yeah, you're going to keep him to the end of the year, aren't you? Yeah, but it's not it's not that much of a concern that, like, oh, no, we've got to get rid of him. Like, it's like that, that Zande Silva guy. He went down, but I was never, ever going to take him out. He's always just going to be that cheap player that, you know, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um I've got Van Dijk, so I think we're similar. We've got both got Salah, both got a Liverpool, Liverpool defender. Um, any Newcastle players tinkering around your team? Um, there isn't really, if I'm honest. Um, the only player who I might have had would be Richie, but then he got injured. Um, so Rich T. Rich T. No, I just think Newcastle are a void, aren't they? Yeah, they are definitely. But he's just it's because he's a defender and he takes all of their set pieces. That's the only reason he might. Get a look in, but mm. none from them really are going to be serious. No, that's the same here. Um, just trying to think of if anyone else does anyone else in our league have Mane? I don't think anyone's taken that plunge yet. They, although Joe was saying that he's done a wild card and he's got no Salah or Sterling, so I'm assuming he's got Mane. Yeah, surely have Mane and De Bruyne then, won't he? If you're those two, yeah, you'd think so. Um, which is surprising to me because I mean. Oh, they, are they, they are going. I think Salah and Sterling are surely going to outscore both Mane and De Bruyne. Are they going to outscore enough that it's not worth that extra three million you can spare on the team? That's true. That's true. I yeah, you never know. It's on Apple Watch. Oh, okay. Well, I, I wasn't asking you for phone, but thanks. <laughs> I wonder what just happened then. It's just, my watch just, you know, trying to find the answer to uh, are Salah and Sterling going to be worth the extra three million that you're not going to spend around your team? Seriously, <laughs> you um, must have listened to the podcast instead. Yeah, exactly. Play FPL Conservatory. <laughs> I'm or, sorry, I can't find that. <laughs> I can't find this week's review. <laughs> Everyone bailed. Um, all right, Brighton Burnley. I mean, that just sounds like an absolute snore fest. Um, Burnley are obviously, well, are Burnley the most informed team? Just thinking Brighton have got a couple of wins under their belt. Burnley do look strong without Europe this year, I must admit. You've transferred in Peters, I, I recall. Um, yeah. What, are you going to throw out a score prediction? For, I'm assuming apart from Peters, you don't have a Burnley or Brighton player, do you? Uh, no, I did not. Uh, no, just checking useless subs. Uh, no, I don't. But yeah, Peters, they've got three good games um, coming up. They've got Brighton, obviously. Norwich at home and then Aston Villa as well. There's three... Oh, and Everton. No, mm. not that. But, you know, they're quite good fixtures for 4.6 is what I ended up putting him in for because he went up. Um, it's quite quite good value. It's just that sort of cheap defender, isn't it, really? I think a few other people might have Burnley defenders. I think Pope is definitely most people's cheap. Uh, yeah. He seems to have got a lot of points as well. Uh, and Barnes, forgot forget about Barnes sometimes. Yeah, Barnes, yeah. you always forget. I think what is he now? Six point seven. 
He must be, yeah. I'm, I'm, I must admit, I've, I've been really taught because obviously I want to get in Aguero, so I need to downgrade Callum Wilson, um, who is doing unbelievable. Like he's got f- returns in every game week so far. He's got five points, five points, five points, five points, three assists and a goal. He's gone down by point two, and I myself, <laughs> I'm now transferring him out because I'm going to pick up Barnes to do allow me to try and get Aguero. Um, mm. But then I'm sitting there thinking, well. Wilson is giving me the return, so like, yeah. how badly? And what? My, I need to take a minus four for it. It's mad. Go down, and you sort of think well, maybe I should shift him out, but he shouldn't go down. He should go up. It's just that everyone else is doing what you're thinking of doing. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's trying to wheedle in the same same players, but Bournemouth fixtures coming up. I mean, they do look good. We'll get on that onto that in a minute. All right, so let's do quick um, predictions. Let's do a Liverpool Newcastle prediction for you, please. Uh, I'll go four nil. I'm going to go for one because I just hope that everyone's clean sheets are ruined again. Hope that Mason has another little aneurysm because they let in a late minute go. Fucking hell, man. Can't believe it. Spent all my money on my defence. Oh, every year. Every couple of Louvre. <laughs> Bottom feeder. What? Part three. What, um, what's your prediction for Brighton Burnley? Uh... Maybe like a 1-0 to Burnley. 1-0 to Burnley. Interesting. Yeah. I'm going to go... I'm going to go nil-nil there. I think that's going to be a bore draw. Yeah. yeah. Bore draw for me. I think Dunk might pick up a clean sheet. Peters for you, you'd love, obviously. Yeah, I would take that. Do, do more in one game. In fact, it, all he has to do is just play 90 minutes and he'd do more for me than Zuma's done all season. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> All right, Man United, Leicester. Have you got any players there? Uh, I have... Oh, no, I got rid of him, actually. I was going to say that I have... Um, what's his name? Matt Anderson, but he's gone. Kind of regret that because Sigurdsson's prick. But, um, no, I've got neither of those. You took out Madison? Yeah, I took out Madison and put him Mount and Pookie. Oh, it did right. nothing for me. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Moving <laughs> on. You've got James, haven't you? I've got James. Transferred in James this week. Uh, did Perez to James I had the mayor man because <laughs> I had Tillemans and I had Perez right and I'd gambled yep. for some reason um, on the Leicester midfield uh, they were relatively cheap 6.5 each I'm thinking right this could this could pay off blank 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 comes to the fourth game we come right right Tillemans you're out because Perez is playing further forward Tillemans gets two goals and an assist and Perez doesn't play so then I just rage quit and then I went to do to James and then I was like right after the international break and literally as soon as it finished I did Perez to James so I no longer have no Leicester players in the team which is quite frightening actually so that nice strategy you came up with in the summer you just binned it off after four weeks yeah but come on man there are other players like you say like James Mount these guys picking up points even my guy McGinn getting points Josh not Josh McGinn John McGinn John McGinn and Kevin Kevin Walker-Peters I don't care um, but, but, but no, like you say, it's how long do you keep hold of these players that you think should get you points for the players that are currently getting points? It's, well, I had to get rid of one of them because I was doubling up and they were doing nothing. So I had to get rid of one. So I got rid of the wrong one. Um, and then if Perez isn't playing, man, like he didn't play a single minute. So I'm thinking, well, I can't risk that again. There's no way yeah. he has to go for James, who's in form. I hope you're ready for James to be dropped. James dropped Perez hat trick, 100%. Oh, yeah, that's the way it is. That is the game. That is why we love it. Uh, 
go for there then. Sorry? What score are you gonna you gonna predict there? Yes, yeah, sorry. I'm gonna go with two one Leicester. Not back in United. I'm not. I just does. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Ollie is going to be sacked at Christmas, man. Mm. Are you thinking maybe Tielemans and uh, Perez goals on there? I tell you what. I would hate. I <laughs> know. Um, I think. I think Vardy. Vardy brace. Vardy looking unbelievable at the moment. Uh, yeah, please. Uh, you, you ignore him every year, but he just keeps on scoring, doesn't he? Vardy's always got a bad rap. Like he's always played, got I don't know, fifteen goals to fifteen to twenty goals a season, and he rarely yeah. doesn't even really get that call up for England. Like he gets called up, but he just never really got the shot. He just seems to be consistent. Like he never gets a hat trick or anything like that. He always just seems to get a goal, a goal, a goal. Yeah. Like last week he got sixteen points, which is quite a lot for him. I swear, normally he just gets nine points every week. He just get you know. Yeah. Goal, goal, two points, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, he's quite expensive as well. I think he's like nine mil, is he? 9.5, something like that? I don't yeah. know. This is, I'm just yeah, guessing. Nine, but... um, what's your predictions there for that game? Uh, I'm going to go for two all. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. I don't think either of them have been particularly great. Leicester a third, I think. Are they? Leicester, mate. Leicester are unbeaten. <laughs> They've not been that great, though. Let's That's what I'm saying. They're unbeaten. Let's just check the, the league here standings. Yeah, Liverpool, City, Leicester. Leicester are unbeaten. Uh, they've only scored six and conceded three, but they just haven't been beaten. They're not playing well, and they are third. Mm. Who have they played? Anyone good? <clears throat> they've played Chelsea. They what? beat Newcastle. No, sorry. They beat Bournemouth. They beat Sheffield United. And they drew to Chelsea and Wolves, which are fair enough draws, to be honest. Um, They've basically done what you'd expect, I guess, haven't you? Uh, well, I'd expect won't... them to lose to Chelsea, to be honest. Uh, well, I mean, ordinary, I'd hope I'd want them to lose, but so far this season, we've not played great. So I could think, I think that draws a fair result. I probably would like it. Yeah. Um, so Leicester do do look relatively decent this season. I think they're going to turn over United personally. Um, Sheffield United, Southampton. Well, obviously, I had John Lundstrom. Yep, same. Uh, and that is about it for us. See, I'm having a mare again, man. This is why I was debating the wild card. Last week, I had to do a double Sheffield United defence because I've got the goalie and I've got Lundstrom because Walker Peters got injured. And I haven't rectified the Walker Peters injury crisis, so I again have double Sheffield United defence <laughs> with Henderson and Lundstrom. Now the only advantage is that they've got Southampton at home. Yeah, I mean you can see that working out very nicely for you, if I'm honest. But because I want to get Aguero in and I have to take a minus four, which is Callum Wilson, next week after that, I might have the double Sheffield United defence again. <laughs> I can't get out of it. And then they've got some shocking fixtures coming up. I don't know what I'm going to do, man. Just double Sheffield United all the way to the title, mate. You reckon? Just set and forget. Yeah. Just set and forget. Don't even look at it anymore. Henderson and Lundstrom going to take me to the title, yeah? Yeah. You heard it here first. <laughs> Imagine. I'll be pissed off, but I'll also be quite impressed. So, I think it's going to be. Well, I hope it's going to be a one-nil Sheffield United win. 
Uh, I'd go with that actually as well, to be honest. Yeah. Southampton are pretty piss poor, aren't they, really? Southampton are not playing well. Um, Sheffield United look pretty solid at home, to be honest. Um, yeah, it doesn't look a nice play to go, does it? It's that sort of old-style ground where it's quite intense and everyone's up for it because they've not been in the league for any long years. So. Mm. I'm just trying to have a look at the Southampton away form. Oh, it's pretty decent. Was it? Oh, no. When the fuck was that? Last match is away. Fulham. When did they play Fulham? Last year. EFL. EFL Cup. They beat Fulham. They beat Brighton. They lost to Burnley. They beat Feyenoord. Interesting. Can't really read too much into that, to be honest. Um, have you got any Southampton players? Uh, no, I do not. You do not? Not even no, on the bench? Not even, not even Danny Ings. I don't know anyone. <laughs> Danny Ings is actually playing all right, to be fair. He's actually... He's, Joe's probably kicking himself. He wants to put him in, but you know he can't. My dad, my dad has actually got Danny Ings in the team. So, does he? Yeah, he does. How's he doing, though? Um, yeah, he's like 10 points behind me. Oh, so better than me. Well, Danny, Danny Ings, I think, scored last week. He got like 12 points or some shit. Yeah. Right. Um, Spurs Crystal Palace, Jordan. Have a little... What do, you, what do you think there? What's going to happen in that game? I've, as much as I think Crystal Palace are, you know, doing okay this season, I can see Spurs. They need a good result. I think it's going to be, you know, just a 2-0 win. It's going to be routine, really. One of those games. Yeah, I can only agree with that. Uh, Palace have started well. Jordan, are you? Pell's recommendation. Yes, I am, Jordan. Has, has scored back-to-back. You are, are you, Jordan? Yeah, Jordan, are you? Yes, I am. <laughs> um, but do we think Ericsson is going to start to become a valuable FPL asset? No, the window is closed and he's probably now going to start. I'm interested well, I'm think... interested in the Ericsson shout, I must be honest. Well, Lacelso's injured as well now, isn't he? So exactly. you can only see Ericsson's role increasing again. And he does look good when he comes on. Well, every time he comes on, they seem to get us when they get their goals, isn't it? He makes them tick. I don't think they've uh, they almost you know didn't play him because they sort of felt, oh, I would you know don't need you, but they do. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, I'm trying to work out who's going to be playing in that defence for Spurs because obviously Kevin Walker Peters is injured, so Aurier I think is he's still injured because he hasn't been on the bench. So who have yeah. they who have they got there? Foyth. Foyth? Man like Foyth? <laughs> Surely not. <laughs> I mean, unless they play three at the back, it's going to be Foyth, isn't it? No, Foyth is injured as well. Oh, is he? Sissoko. Just like that, they've, they haven't got any defenders, man. They've got... Sanchez injured, Trippier's gone, Foyth's injured, Walker Peters is injured. Maybe Aurier is back then. Fuck knows. Yeah, no. I mean, maybe just <laughs> Davies and Rose. Davies play right back, maybe. Yeah, maybe. We'll have to see how that pans out because I'm just looking here. Aurier is also 4.9, which would be a straight swap for KWP for me, which would be really ideal. I like how you've swapped to using just KWPs. You can't remember his name. <laughs> Kevin Carl Walker Piers. Heath. 
Um, are you going? No, you're not going to the Chelsea Wolves game because of that Wolves. But what do you think there? I think it's going to be a loss for Chelsea, in my opinion. Yeah, unfortunately, I think they are probably going to win something like two one. Um, we're, we're playing all right, but I just we just don't seem to have that game management to get results. We're always going to get FPL points for those players, but as a as a team, you, you can see Wolves just sitting down, getting on the counter. Jimenez getting a goal, maybe. Um, yeah, I think, I think, I think, I think right. you've hit the nail on the head there, mate. Rudy's back, is he? No, I don't think so. I think there's a couple more weeks there. Oh, OK. Well, yeah, in that case... Uh, I think you've hit the nail on the head, mate. I I genuinely think it's a game management issue. Just like, obviously, we're starting really good. And then from literally the 30th minute until the end of the game, we are just like, we don't know what the next plan is. It's like Lampard, everyone's aware that the plan in the first 30 minutes is like attack, attack, free-flowing football. And then it's like, after that point, no one knows what the fucking plan is. Are we now sitting? Are we still attacking? And then we just get cut wide open. It's crazy. Yeah, well, it's it's kind of like we've just got, yeah, we start the game, the engines fire up. And then, yeah, 30 minutes, we ran out of fuel, but we just carry on in that direction, but just not as well. We sort of just drift. It's frustrating, man. But obviously, Lampard's yeah. got to give him some time. Got to give him the whole season, obviously. Um, well, yeah, I mean, it's not not like anyone else can do much better job. We don't exactly have a great great squad, to be fair. They're all quite young, so it's it's just going to be a learning curve. But I think eventually we'll get there. But I mean, if we get top, I think it'll be a miracle if we get top four. It'd be a fucking amazing achievement, considering you know we're already in Champions League. Lampard has not got the squad, has not been able to recruit. If we end up top four this season with young players adopting a new philosophy, then I'd say that is a really good season. The way we've started as well. I mean, it doesn't look like top four, but if we finish there, then fair enough. That looks good. Yeah, no, and I think if you look at United and Arsenal, um, they don't exactly look brilliant either. So it might be a case of like last year where it was just who didn't, who played the least bad, really. Yeah, exactly. It's who who sort of, who doesn't want to finish in the top four can sort of nominate themselves not to do it. Do you know what I mean? Like, third yeah. and fourth is so up for grabs, for, and I'm including Leicester and Wolves in this. Like, they are, them positions are up for grabs because Spurs, United, Arsenal and Chelsea just do not want them places. No, like you say, they're just, they've got good-ish players, but they don't seem to, you know, put together any results or anything like that. There's no, you know, run of, run, no one has a run of form. No one's going, getting four results on a spin. There's always, oh, they, they drop points there, drop points here. They're not, teams aren't scared of them, I don't think. I think that's it. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Let's move on. Let's go to Norwich City. This could be carnage. Norwich City? Who, who are Norwich City playing? Norwich City are playing Manchester City. Okay, all right. Um, I think four-one uh, to Man City. If I'm honest, four-one. You thinking Norwich going to get that goal? Yeah, I think so. I mean, like, what's his name? Um, Laporte's out. Um, it's going to be a makeshift defence with well, Stone and Mendy just not that bothered about defending that much, are they really? And Pookie, only needs one chance by the looks of it so far this season. Uh, you can you can see a nice nice little goal there, but City obviously going to. Well, you'd think get lots of goals, so their their team is just ridiculous. 
Yeah, I think City are also going to score. I mean, they scored four last week. If they can score four away from home this week, it would have been an insane amount of goals already scored this this season. Uh, Sterling's in the team. Zinchenko's in my team as well. I'm hoping for a City clean sheet. I think I think personally they might get it. I think it's going to be 4-0 again. Back-to-back 4-0s for City. Back-to-back? To back. Back-to-back, to back-to-back. Back to the app. Back to the app. Um, <laughs> all right, that's a Saturday fixture. Should we have a look on the Sunday fixtures? We've got Bournemouth, Everton, Watford, Arsenal. So, Bournemouth, Everton. That could be a tasty fixture. Yeah, I think that's. I don't know, but about you, but it's a sort of game. A lot of people probably have a lot of players in as well. They're sort of the cheap, well, not cheap, but they're the sort of budget players. They're the sort of filler everyone, players, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, you've got Sigurdsson, Richarlison. Uh, and then Digne. obviously you've got King and Wilson, Digne, yeah. I actually have him, forgot about him. Um, yeah, they're the sort of players everyone's you know, got around for sort of 8 million mark for the attackers. Digne, obviously 6 million, but they're, they're good good players. They're going to get you points. Yeah, particularly if you're playing that long-term game. I think Richarlison, has he got off the mark now a couple of times? Uh, I'm, I'm well, I think he got two two goals last uh, last week, didn't he? Yeah, exactly. And I'm, I tell you what, man, I'm looking at Iwobi, right? And I'm thinking, right, Iwobi is going to be become perhaps Everton's best winger at Arsenal. He's not. He's not even in Arsenal's top three in their midfield. Really, Iwobi. He's now going to a club where he's going to be one of the best in that team. And I think he got the assist or a goal last week. And I think he's been playing well re- relatively in the last couple of weeks. I'm looking at Iwobi as that cheap option for Everton because I don't have Sigurdsson and Richarlison. What do you think of that shout, Iwobi? Uh, well, how much is he? Do you know? I'll get the I'll get the exact figure right now, but I believe it to be six mil. Um, so that is pretty good. He's actually 5.9. He's gone down because he didn't play the first couple of weeks because obviously he was the new transfer. But he played for 75 minutes and he got a goal and two bonus. So kicked off his campaign straight away. He's obviously uh, 2 million cheaper than Richarlison, 2 million cheaper than Sigurdsson, where Walcott isn't playing. Bernard is he's playing, but he's 6.5. And then you've got Awobi, who's only owned by 1.9%. He's obviously gone down already. So I'm looking and I'm thinking, right, if Awobi in the next game week starts mm. starts well, then they've still got in the next sort of six or seven game weeks, they've got Sheffield United, Burnley, West Ham, Brighton, Southampton, Norwich. So Awobi couldn't be my special sort of super duper pick. Yeah, I mean, well, I've I've got Sigurdsson and you know for the fixtures, but if you know if you could save that extra two million, what it is. And he's getting as many points, well, probably more. He's probably got more points in those two ga- in that one game than Sigurdsson has in the season. This could be a good option. Budget, really. Mm. It works. Well, I'm keeping an eye on from a wild card, certainly. Um, What's that, sorry? It's one I'm keeping my eye on for the wild card, for sure, because obviously it'll free up some funds for me uh, elsewhere. Definitely. When are you doing a wild card, do you know? You're not doing it this week? No, no, no. I'm not going to do it this week. Um, I'm going to look to do it. I always want to leave it as late as possible, but my team just doesn't look good at the moment. So I think maybe around game week eight or nine, I'm going to try and slot it in, uh, which I believe will be at the end of next month. I'm thinking the next international is what I'm personally thinking. When is that? Which is 
that's the middle of October. So that'll take us yeah. up to game week eight. No, game week start of game week nine. Yeah, that could be that's probably gonna be my time. Depending on what how my team plays next couple of weeks because I started so well in this campaign, but at the moment my team are just not firing. Uh, I've just not got, you know, I really want Aguero and stuff like that. So, yeah, I just don't know. I don't want to rush it though. Do you know what I mean? I'm still not in a bad position. No, exactly. I think everyone's kind of in that position of it's solid, at least in the mini league anyway. In, in the uh, the overall uh, conservatory league, I think we're doing pretty bad. Uh, but, yeah, um, it's not going well. Those, those people aren't going to abuse me on WhatsApp about my poor choices, so I'm not too bothered about those people. Yeah, no, I mean, I can't really, I'm 116th in that league. I was 22nd the week before that, so I've just fucking slipped badly. There's some guy yeah. in there who's on 307 points. Uh, he's ranked uh, 188th in the whole game, and he's in our league. Well, I see that's because we're giving him such good tips, such as Sigurdsson and um, Perez. Yeah, he doesn't have those players in the team. He does have... Uh, he's, he's fucking ridiculous, his team. He's got Adrian, then he's got Kelly, who was obviously getting clean sheet points. Digne and Van Dijk. So he's got no City defenders. He's then got mm. De Bruyne, Sterling, Cantwell <sighs> and Salah. How, I mean, we looked at this like two weeks ago. I still don't understand how he has this team. And then he's got Aguero, Pookie, and Greenwood. He's 188th in the whole thing. but And Greenwood doesn't play. And Kelly is a 4 mil defender for Palace. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> we well, said it, but he's got Lundstrom on the bench. And all his, all his bench play as well. That's what I mean. So he's got options. He's got a really good well, team. <laughs> <laughs> to sum up, he's better than me. But yeah, look at, right. he had Lundstrom in when he got loads of points. He keeps he does a lot of transfers as well. Looks as well. He's quite active. Like his team's changed a lot. Yeah. But maybe maybe he's got lucky. Maybe he doesn't actually know what he's doing. I think that's it. To be honest, give him a month. He'll be back down the bottom feeders with Mason. You reckon? Yeah, he'll be below par. Below par. Below par. <laughs> um. All right, let's finish off these next two games because I want to go to bed. Right, where are we? Fixtures, fixtures, fixtures. Watford, Arsenal. Pepe off the the sheet this week. I think is what I've taken from um, from it. What? They got in the new new manager and I've looked into it and the only reason he did well last time was because Jovanovic quit and he um, took over the team on a high and they slowly got worse so they're already going to be shit and now they're going to get worse again so what the fuck such a strange decision isn't it to sack him yeah I mean he, last year everyone was talking about how he was possibly manager of the season he got to um, the fucking FA Cup final bro with Watford yeah. do you know what I mean yeah it, but they're that sort of club aren't they they just chop and change um they just shit their kind of hope that they just had a bad start, basically. They just bummed just went. Yeah. Do you have any yeah, Arsenal there's... or Watford players? Uh, no, I don't actually. No, me neither. Oh, yeah. uh, it's surprising. Why would I have them? Well, Aubameyang, Lacazette, Pepe. It's just better options for that money, though, isn't it? 
There is better options, yeah. I mean, Aguero, uh, sorry, Bamiyang himself didn't play in the internationals. I've got a feeling he's going to be fighting fit. Watford are in disarray. I'm going to go for a 3-0 Arsenal win there. And I think Pepe definitely going to start, once he gets that first goal, he's going to sort of relax and then start picking up their mega hazard midfield points. Yeah, I don't know, if, I don't know about the mega hazard bit, but yeah, I definitely think he's going to start getting a lot of points once that first goal goes in. He's slowly getting into the team more as well, isn't he? Yeah, uh, he's in my draft team as well, well, so I really need him to start doing something. Yeah, it would be nice for you, I suppose, wouldn't it? It would be quite nice, considering. Like... Yeah, no, I think 3-0, probably go with that as well, to be honest. Okay. Um, Villa West Ham, Monday Night Football. That's a poor Monday Night Football, that is. Villa West that Ham. Is... Wow, Battle of the Burgundies there. Fucking hell. Does anyone really care about those teams? I've got John McGinn. John McGinn, actually Haller, Haller's all right, isn't he? We've got Haller. Dan De Silva. <laughs> Last point one, what a little Dance bitch. Trez again. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bad fixture, man. I just don't have any of them players apart from McGinn. If McGinn can get a goal, then that's great. If not, then I kind of expect that as well. Yeah. No, I think those are two. Everyone's just going to have, yeah. McGinn, probably, maybe a couple of Grealish. And I think that's it, unless you've got Haller, but he was injured, so you'd take him out. But, yeah, I, I can see a nice, strong one-all there. Strong one-all. Um, do you know what? I think Villa are going to win that game. I think Villa are going to win that 2-1. And I hope John McGinn gets a brace. Yes, I do. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure you do, but it's not going to happen. Where are Villa in the table? They're doing all right, aren't they? Um, well, they got fucked over, didn't they, at Palace? So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, no, they're, they're not doing very well. They're in the relegation zone, actually. Fuck Norwich, are second bottom. I did not know that. You'd think we could yeah. poo. He's banging them in. They're second bottom. Yeah. That's mad. That is a little bit crazy. Wolves Goal, goals down. four, six. He's he's got all but one of their goals. Wolves are down there as well, man. We should get a win against them, really. Yeah. Mind you, they didn't have um, what's it called Europa, did they? Obviously, so they might be uh, they'll be the same place everyone else for once. Yeah, true. Right, well, I'm going to wrap this up, mate. Go for it. Okay, thanks everyone for listening to the FPL Conservatory. I know Mason, Joe, and Perry are probably going to listen to this podcast. So, and we've actually got, I think it's let's have a look here, how many minutes? So it's been. 46 minutes and 25 seconds and for the last time I'm going to say thank you to Jordan and also thank you to Jordan's nan <laughs> we had to get Jordan's nan in the pod somewhere Fuck's sake. yeah great I thought I'd be you know no, nowhere to hide it's not like a group bullying but no it's fine just carry on <laughs> the one on one bully yeah exactly I mean we didn't even talk about Ray's penis either <laughs> and with that I'm signing off